About 40% of households in Illinois have filled out their census forms. That's slightly higher than the national figure, but still far short of the robust count the state is hoping for. And if you needed a nudge to fill out your form, here's one. Today, in part two of our series on the census, WBEZ's Esther Yoonji Kang takes a look at its effect on education. Lupe Tapia has a binder plastered with photos of her nine-year-old son, Anthony. She carries it around to every meeting that has anything to do with him. I have my pictures of Anthony there just because I feel like seeing him keeps me focused, gives me the motivation to kind of be the best advocate that I could be for him. Anthony was diagnosed with autism when he was a baby. Now he's part of a special education program at a Chicago public school. He has a speech therapist and a case manager and even this handy dandy device. I want chicken. I want chicken. Anthony, who is nonverbal, can tap a series of pictures on this tablet and it vocalizes what he cannot speak. When he's hungry, when he needs to use the bathroom, or when he wants to watch Mickey Mouse and Friends. Uh, We call it his talker and uh, the school provided him with it about three years ago after doing like an assessment. This device and the other services Anthony receives are provided free of charge as part of the government's special education grant program. And the funding formula for that grant relies on numbers from the census. The decennial census, it's the start of everything. That's Doug Gevert. He works with demographic data at the U.S. Department of Education. If data is a stream, the decennial census is, that's, that's where the water comes out of the rock. When households across the country fill out the census, which takes maybe five, ten minutes, they become part of a basic population count. And that number informs a bunch of other data sets that the Census Bureau develops. Hundreds of federal programs like Medicaid, money for roads and bridges, and even funds for national emergencies like the COVID-19 outbreak rely on the accuracy of those numbers. Gevert, with the Department of Education, says the decennial count is especially critical for a particular demographic. Families that have young children, um, because that information that you provide gets trickled down throughout the rest of the decade. His agency alone uses census data to dole out more than $150 billion each year to help with student loans, to pay for school lunches, and to provide special education for kids like Anthony. In the cash-strapped Chicago Public Schools District, those federal funds are crucial. And that makes a robust count of children in Illinois critical. At stake for the Tapia family, Anthony's special ed program at school, his speech therapist, and even the very device he uses to communicate. Lupe Tapia doesn't take any of it for granted. Every day that he goes to school, I'm comfortable, I'm confident, I know that he's okay, I know that he's in good hands, I know that he's getting his education. They're trying their best to teach my son. Without this program, she says... I wouldn't even know where to start. Like, I I wouldn't know where to start to even look for services, what to do next. Dapia says she only recently learned how the census impacts her son's special education program. She says she's already told fellow parents at Anthony's school to make sure to fill out their census forms. Esther Yunji Kang, WBEZ News.